This is 8-Minute Market Structure by Texture Capital, bringing you concise, expert insight for better markets. And now your host, Richard Johnson. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of 8-Minute Market Structure, where I speak with industry experts and get their take on the most important market structure issues. It's a simple format. It's the same question for every guest. If you are building a new market structure from scratch and could change one thing, what would it be? One topic, no prep calls, just eight minutes of concise expert insight for better markets. My name is Richard Johnson. I'm the founder and CEO of Texture Capital. Uh, we're a digital securities broker dealer specializing in, in digital securities or security tokens. We help clients more efficiently trade uh, in private markets by providing tools for tokenization, issuance, and secondary market liquidity. Today's guest is Ron Caranta, the chairman of the Wall Street Blockchain Alliance, an industry-leading nonprofit association with a mission to guide and promote comprehensive adoption of blockchain technology across global markets. He also serves as an advisor for numerous fintech startups, and earlier in his career, Ron spent 10 years at Thomson Reuters as the head of global trading analytics and exchange trading for the Americas. So I'm delighted to have Ron on, uh, on 8-Minute Market Structure and looking forward to hearing his perspective from three decades of financial markets experience. So let me put it over to you, Ron. Uh, if you were building a new market structure from scratch and could change one thing, what would that be? Richard, thanks for having me. It's a great question, and I, I appreciate the chance. You and I have I've, I've been in the same ecosystem for a long, long time, so this is a lot of fun. So if I could change one thing in the financial markets ecosystem, the one thing I'm going to go to, and there's probably 15 different things, is the thing we always struggled with, particularly back in my days at Thomson Reuters, which is some engagement that allows for real-time reconciliation. And I know that's kind of hinting on, on some of the descriptors and a lot of things that you and I <clears throat> talk a lot, a lot about in this world. The biggest struggle and where I saw the most cost, the most friction uh, back in my days in exchange trading and trading analytics was, it wasn't even about the data feed. It wasn't even about clearing and settlement, although those are always the challenges. It's literally the reconciliation of data sets between two parties and inevitably the mistakes that we found. And the one that always stood out for me, Richard, was now very large investment bank uh, trading organization that was a client. I won't tell you who, but without fail, every three to six months, we would get the SEC wants us to re-reconcile and review our trades, go pull all of the trade data for the past six months, which was literally boatloads of data. Yeah. Every message. Uh, well, yeah. And, and, you know, and you couldn't say no, we, you know, I mean, look, there's SEC compliance reporting, there's restatement, restatements and readjustments, but there was some part of distributed ledger blockchain technology in my mind that solves the friction associated with counterparty reconciliations. And I know that's a deep topic, but that's always the, the bugaboo for me. Interesting. So you're not, it sounds like you're not just talking about real-time settlement, which is a reconciliation of types, but just in general data reconciliation. Correct. So, and so by way of some examples, it's not just the clearing and settlement reconciliation of trades, but we've had to parse down at a granular level. And I'm pretty sure back in the, in ancient days, you and I would have these price feed conversations, but literally the recognition, recognition of the trade quote that they believe they were getting on either the buy or sell side whatever their data feed and reconciliation was that matched up to a particular trade was wrong sometimes. Yeah. And the challenges of that kind of legacy infra infrastructure to me, you know, and it might be a bit self-serving, but in my history, that was the biggest cost. Who went wrong and where and why? And that was always kind of the deep digging for us. Yeah, I've worked in, on some kind of 
TCA transaction analytics types products. And what you see on the front end, which is, you know, your performance against VWAP or some other benchmark or something right. like that, that stuff's very easy to calculate. It's the underlying data that's that that's the issue. Yeah. And um yeah, I've you know, spent time with clients going back and forth, even going down to looking at individual prints. And is that one included in VWAP or is that one not in the Bloomberg VWAP or whatever to try and get the right answer? So, yeah, that's um, that's very absolutely very important. I think there's, you know, data scientists and, and database you know, engineers getting paid lots of money to make sure these things work. Is there you know, anything, you know, any use cases going on right now you see in the market that are trying to address this? Well, I, I think you know this is a bit of me punting as well. But in the in the in the aggregate, the the vision of what DeFi could be in my in my mind really removes some of that reconciliation error as well. And and I don't want to minimize the challenges of of DeFi or some level of integration CeFi to DeFi or hybrid DeFi or you know a couple of colleagues of mine don't call it peer to peer; they call it peer to contract. So we can have some pretty convoluted conversations. Uh, about that, but that vision of uh, an interoperable ability to trade peer to peer, or at least in a way to exchange the information peer to peer, sharing the same broad data set, yeah. really removes some of those those frictions. Now, I think the 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 road from here to that kind of Ron's vision of utopia in trading and data reconciliation is a pretty long road to hoe. But yeah. you can kind of see the 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 trend of let's remove some of the intermediaries and not from this kind of philosophic who needs banks or brokers. I don't think we live in that world right now, right? And we, we probably won't certainly in our lifetimes, but the, the ability to recognize the best benefits of if we're interacting and exchanging data directly, the points along the line that might introduce errors become minimized. And that's valuable to me. Yeah, yeah. I can think of a couple of things that are going on right now. One is not so much about data reconciliation, but, it's yeah. there, but there is a shared source of truth here on a blockchain ledger. And obviously, you know, Ron, you and I are both, both have our blockchain biases here, which I think <laughs> everyone watching this understands as well. But one is the PITH network or PYTH network, P-Y-T-H, where, uh, you know, trading firms are publishing their market data to this you know, decentralized blockchain for the use of other participants. So there's a reconciliation of sorts going on there. The, the motiv motivation for that is not you know, just for data reconciliation is there's, you know, trying to disrupt the market for market data, um, which, you know, if, if, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, there's a lot of arguments on both sides, but it's, uh, you know, people don't like paying for it, put it that way. And the other thing I'm thinking of, nothing's actually going on right now, but it sprung to mind is the SEC has put out in, um, I think it's in their like, you know, next 12 month agenda, they're looking to have a, uh, a better system for recording information about stock lending. Uh, and what are the terms that different providers have put on around stock lending? Uh, yeah. And also I think, you know, maybe this leads into tracking stock lending even better. And that's not a, that's like you said, that's not like a settlement use case, but I think that's another one that's got a tremendous potential application for distributed ledger there. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I think one of the, the, unspoken challenges in global markets and, and one of the critical components, I mean, stock loan, stock borrow is a humongous business just broadly yeah. across global financial markets. And, um, you know, I remember the conversations back in the day talking to the, the borrow loan desk and, you know, we can make jokes about reconciliations on scraps of paper and Excel spreadsheets, but proper tracking and accommodation of that would really benefit from that kind of, that kind of distributed ledger technology. I, I think when I look at all of these different examples, stock loan, stock borrow, um, data feeds, 
the, the one question, I remember this question in, in 1989, and I, I, uh, I hate to go back that far, Richard, but someone I was like a, a operations associate or something, and I, was, and I was talking to one of the managers, and we were having a problem reconciling something. And he kept yelling, goes, what's the golden copy of the data? And none of us had any idea what he was talking about other than someone's got the truth. Yeah. And I think when we look at things like data feeds, when we look at things like stock loan, stock borrow, when we look at things like reconciliations, the, 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 the answer to the golden copy of the data is all of the copy of the data because we have all access to that. Yeah. And just real quick to finish up, what are the benefits of, of, of better reconciliation? What can that bring to the market if we fix this? Well, I mean, look, you know, out of the gate, it's the cost of affecting the reconciliation and doing the research around what data went wrong or what particularly happened. And I don't, I don't want it to sound like all data goes wrong and someone's with paper tickets on the floor messing things up. But there are challenges of reconciling between data sets and reconciling costs money in time, yeah. resources. Uh, when you think about stock loan, stock borrow, things that move adversely or haven't been properly reconciled, depending on what side of the trade and what the transaction was, someone's going to need to make someone whole, potentially. Yeah, And you, you look at kind of the market adjustment and the cost of, quote unquote, covering the stock loan, stock borrow. What happens if the costs of even potentially having to do that goes to zero? Take that one step further and uh, not to go too far down the rabbit hole of compliance reporting, but there were real adverse impacts, including monetary penalties for improperly doing things like 605, 606 reporting, uh, either on behalf of clients or on behalf of the organization as well. So um, the efficiencies and the cost savings recognized by that over the long term, in, in my mind personally, and I have no uh, specific data to substantiate this, will, will be in the hundreds of billions of dollars over the long term in my mind. Yeah, great. Oh, well, thanks for bringing this topic up. It was a great discussion, Ron. We'd love to go on, but we've got to wrap it up here. Um, look forward to keeping in touch and continuing this conversation on social. You got it, my friend. Looking forward again. Really appreciate the time. Great to see you. This has been 8-Minute Market Structure. Be sure to follow Texture Capital on LinkedIn, where we will release a new episode every week. You can also find us on Twitter at Texture underscore Capital and on the web at Texture.Capital. The foregoing discussion is for information purposes only and does not constitute a solicitation to buy or sell securities. Private securities offerings are not registered with the SEC and are considered highly speculative. An investment in private securities may result in the loss of your entire capital contribution. Blockchain is a new technology and unproven in financial markets. There is no guarantee that tokenization will enable any secondary market liquidity in the future, and your investment may remain.